Hello and welcome to X-Vlog episode number 12. I am Mr. Boomstick XL and this is Double Barrel Gaming, your number one source for all of your Xbox news, reviews, and opinions. And the big question on today's new video has to be this. Has Xbox become an unstoppable platform in gaming? And more importantly, how long could SIE's Jim Ryan deny Xbox Game Pass coming to the PlayStation Network? Well, when you take a step back and you look at how dominant Xbox has made its platform with Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, EA Play, Ubisoft Plus just announced, and now Activision and Blizzard becoming first party, well, it seems pretty dire for PlayStation Nation. But the question is, exactly how bad is it? Well, I think it gets worse for Sony and PlayStation because they were in the process of launching a counter-offensive with its own gaming service called Project Spartacus. Now, why this particular part of the video is concerning when talking about Project Spartacus is because for this video, I pulled a story or an article from Bloomberg.com where an inside source within SIE has confirmed to the, uh, the paper that all PlayStation first-party games will not be dropping into the service day and date like its competitor, Xbox Game Pass. Now, in my opinion, I think this is a huge mistake. What value are they offering their customers? Now, I've said this on numerous podcasts. I'm hoping for PlayStation to have a Game Pass service of its own where their $70 games drop in day and date because I love all of, the, all of their first-party games. But that, in fact, is not the case. And once again, I think it's a drop-the-ball moment for Jim Ryan and Sony. But as of this recording, it's been 24 plus hours since Microsoft sent shockwaves through the industry once again with its announced purchase of Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion in cash, no less. And considering the size, scope, and scale of this blockbuster acquisition, Xbox has clearly caught Sony flat-footed once again. But for perspective, PlayStation gamers already not having Bethesda RPGs come to the platform in the form of PlayStation 4 and 5 games is a big blow. But when you take into account that Xbox Game Studios is also the owners of Inexile and Obsidian. These three RPG masters are considered the, the creme de la creme of Western RPGs, if you will. And they have that market on lockdown. Well, with Activision and Blizzard 
this deal pushes Microsoft ahead of Sony's PlayStation. And I don't even think it's a question. This is a generational win for Team Green. Now, regardless of whether you like Call of Duty or even play Call of Duty, not having the biggest first-person shooter on a PlayStation is a killing blow. And I think it does major damage to the market leadership that Sony is currently sitting on. When you consider the resurgence of Halo, which is considered or recognized as the king of shooters, and now Call of Duty, the number one selling first-person shooter, not coming to a PlayStation near you? Listen, Sony being in trouble is an understatement. But I'm all about numbers. So here are some to put my opinions neck and neck with what I'm saying. The industry tracking firm known as the NPD Group has revealed the two top selling games on PlayStation in 2021. And what do you think those games were, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I'll tell you what those games were. The first one was Call of Duty Vanguard. And that's surprising because that game was a bit of a mess, but still number one on PlayStation. You know what the number two game was? Well, that was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War from last year. Number one and number two. But I want to take this even further to cement my opinion on Call of Duty not being on a PlayStation and how big of a deal it is. In 2020, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was number one. The best selling on PlayStation. And coming in at number three was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. But I went further. And in 2019, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was number one. It was the best selling game on the PlayStation 4. Now that this franchise, this legacy franchise is first party and will only launch on the Xbox and PC once this deal is finalized in June of 2023 is a big deal. And it has been confirmed by GamesBeat writer and friend of the community, Jeff Grubb. And this is his opinion. I say confirmed because, listen, I'm a big fan of Jeff Grubb and he has gotten it wrong like we all have, but I trust his word indubitably. And he says this, all mainline Call of Duty titles outside of Warzone which is free to play and will continue to get updates, will be launching on Xbox and PC only. That's a big deal, and he's a big-time journalist. But if you think that the future predictions are the only concerns for Sony, well, think again. According to Bloomberg, which is I used several times for today's video, the Sony Group Corp, well, their shares dropped 13% yesterday in Tokyo. It's the biggest drop since 2008. 
And after PlayStation rival Microsoft and made this huge announcement, I think it sent Sony scrambling. And I've been hearing from several people that I talked to that even Jim Ryan didn't see this coming. And that is saying something. How did a secret this big stay secret? Well, we don't know until someone writes a book. But even before the industry-shaking deal yesterday, the gaming media has already been giving it to SIE with the their inability to offer a comparable values like you get with Xbox. Now, we all know that SIE first-party titles all went up to 70 bucks, right? They're not the only ones to do that, but for Xbox, they remain $60, or of course, you can get them in Xbox Game Pass. But one of the other sticking points, and it's one that I have a big problem with, is if you own an Xbox One, an Xbox One X or S, or a Series S or X, you buy the game anywhere, regardless of where you're playing, you get the upgrade for the great price of free. Well, that's not the case with Sony. Sony charges you $10 for the next-gen version, and that's, that's egregious in my opinion. But when you consider all of Activision and Blizzard titles will be Xbox Game Pass day-and-date releases, it is a huge setback for Sony's plan for a matching service. And like I said, I think you're going to see the gaming media really give it to them, especially if they don't change their ways in releasing their first party titles, which are some of the best in the industry day and date on this new service. But with all X vlog episodes that I do, I like to do the research so you can get a better sense of the information I pull for each for each new video. And I pulled a bunch of quotes from the industry to see what they're saying about this blockbuster deal. Now, the first one comes to us from an author at the Video Games Chronicles. His name is Pierce Harding Rolls. And his title article simply states, Activision Blizzard strengthens Xbox context, brings mobile and PC expertise, and weakens Sony's position in the industry. Well, here's one from Bloomberg.com, and the author was Takashi Makazuki. And his title article wrote this, The Microsoft deal wipes $20 billion off of Sony's market value in just one day. Now, here's one from our good friends over at Windows Central, and the author's name is Robert Carnival, and he writes in his title article, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard is a nail in the gaming industry's coffin. Wow, that's saying something. But I also want to bring into the conversation Jeff Grubb, who writes for GamesBeat, and he wrote on Twitter this... Warzone will remain multi-platform, but I think main Call of Duty games will go exclusive. 
Microsoft has already ran the numbers on every scenario with Bethesda, and it has been determined that exclusivity to Game Pass is the best drive for its goals. And I think he's right. Now, if you're wondering just how big this deal is, well, I want to drop some information for you that comes the way of Jeff Keighley, who is the executive producer of the Game Awards. And this morning, he wrote on his official Twitter account the cap market values for each of the big publishers. I want to read them for you right now. The biggest outside of Activision uh, Blizzard was EA, and they're worth $38 billion. The next one is Take-Two. They're worth $18 billion. After that, it's Bandai Namco at $15 billion. Embracer Group, who's been buying studios up like crazy, well, they're only worth, and I say only because we're only talking about billions of dollars, $10.8 billion. Now, the next one is Ubisoft. They're worth $7 billion, followed by Konami at $6 billion, Square Enix worth $5.6 billion, Capcom, one of my favorite uh, uh, developers slash companies slash game makers, and one that I would fall over on myself if Microsoft bought them. Well, they're worth $4.9 billion. And the smallest one of the group, and again, I'm laughing because we're talking about billions of dollars here, is Sega. They're worth $3.6 billion. Now, look. For me, as great as Call of Duty has been in the past, and the incredible studio legacy that comes with this deal, I am most excited about Toys for Bob. And you know what I'm going to say. If you've been watching these videos or you've been following me, you know what I'm going to say. And that is, could you imagine if Toys for Bob, the makers of Crash Bandicoot and Spyro are given the reins to develop a triple A reboot of Banjo-Kazooie. Man, I'm smiling on the outside. I'm smiling on the inside. But I do want to break down before I end today's video the developers that come in this deal that are outside of Blizzard. I'm specifically talking about Activision because every one of these incredible developers have been stuck in a rut developing and supporting Call of Duty to get it out every year. Listen to this lineup of developers that are now Microsoft first party. Beanox. If that name doesn't ring a bell, well, it should because they released two absolutely incredible Spider-Man games on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. I loved both of them. What could you say about Infinity Ward? I mean, look, they've made some of the best uh, Call of Duty games in the franchise's history. Enough said, right? But I want to talk about Ravensoft. Well, Ravensoft, one of their big games that no one played... Singularity was an incredible story 
and first-person shooter. But they also worked on the Marvel Alliance games, which were amazing. Sledgehammer games, what could you say? They make great Call of Duty games. I think that they could make, if they wanted to do their own new IP, I think they would kill it. You, Of course, you have Toys for Bob, which are incredible. You have Treyarch, and there is a host of others. But those are the ones that just jump off the page. You know, look, I'm very fortunate that I have been gaming for as long as I have. I started gaming in 1978. Been gaming for over 40 years. I've had every major console. Not because I'm rich. Not even close. I come from a blue-collar family that only my pops worked. I had to find great ways of putting my head down and delivering newspapers and selling quarter drinks to make it happen for these video game systems, and I haven't stopped yet. But in my lifetime, as long as I've been a part of this industry, where I saw it go from sticks and dots to what we're getting today, I have never seen a deal so big. But more important than the size of the deal is what it's going to do for gaming, specifically Xbox gamers. I mean, there is going to come a point where anyone that wants to play an Xbox game is going to have to invest in the ecosystem. Now, whether that is buying a Series X, getting the most incredible value in the Series S, which, by the way, last weekend dropped down to $279.99 and sold out instantly, or playing on your phone or your computer or eventually an app on your TV. It is going to be a great place to play because they're going to have the biggest and best exclusives. Now, like all of the videos, I am extremely interested to hear your thoughts. And I'm hoping that you'll drop your opinion in the comment sections below and let me know your opinion on did Xbox and Microsoft just win the generation? That's a great question. What is your favorite IP coming to be exclusive to Team Green? What is your favorite developer of this deal that is going to be bringing Xbox exclusives moving forward? Look, I don't know the answers, but I know what I'm saying. And I'm very excited for the future of Xbox. They have been browbeaten and curb stomped all last generation. Sure, they made a bit of a comeback towards the end. But have they started this generation with a lion's roar? And we saw what happened in the second half of 2021. They were always in the news positively. Because of all the incredible Game Pass titles coming day and date. And all of their incredible first party games that release in the second half of the year. Well, Microsoft is a little light in their first party this, uh, you know, for the first half of 2022. But news certainly has not been. 
I mean, it started with what games came and are coming to Xbox Game Pass in January. Then we got the Ubisoft Plus announcement coming to the Xbox platform with Extraction dropping on the 20th. And now Microsoft buys Activision and Blizzard. I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to be talking about this for months. And I think that they are going to dominate the news source up until the second half of this year when all of their first party games release. It is going to be a great year to be an Xbox gamer. But that is going to do it for X-Vlog episode number 12. Before you go, I simply ask that you hit the like button consider subscribing to the channel if you are new folks i'm under 260 away from 10k and if you're new please help me get there i work really hard on this program and on these live streams and it would be tremendously appreciated if you subscribe the channel but more importantly and this is for everyone before you leave hit the notifications bell somehow or another through an update they all got checked off so if you don't want to miss any of this incredible content and i have a lot lined up please hit the notifications bell this is mr boomstick xl this is double barrel gaming and i'll see you in the next video take care enjoy gaming and have a great day